Hi, it's Michael Anthony, and welcome to The Meat of It, a carnivore podcast about life. Yes, I did change the name of my podcast for the last time, the very last time, because how am I going to top this? I'm a carnivore who likes to get to the meat of things. And the fact is, I've been slacking on my carnivore content lately. I admit that. I admit it. I've been trying to branch out into other things and focus on other... To be perfectly honest, I think it's just been harder to focus on my carnivore diet ever since my mom died of a heart attack, caused by a poor diet, mostly of sugar, bread, things like that. And for about the first three years of my carnivore journey, my mom was following my progress, watching my videos, listening to my podcasts, and even though I don't blame myself for her death, I feel in some at least small way that I couldn't get through to her. Of all people, I couldn't get through to my own mom. And that hurts. But on the bright side, on the very bright side, my dad has gone keto and he's sticking with it. So thanks to Dr. Ken Berry and thanks to myself for sending him those videos and also for making my own videos because my dad does watch these as well. And for those of you listening to the audio-only version of this podcast, it is also a video podcast. I realized that I missed making videos, and I'm more comfortable making a video than I am making a podcast where I'm just talking to a microphone. I'd rather be talking to you, looking at you, and showing my face. Something about doing it this way just flows better, so even though it's a little different... I like doing it this way, and I hope you're enjoying it. I'm going to wind up using different microphones, especially when I have a guest, so I think that the audio quality is going to vary a bit, but I hope that doesn't cause a problem. I tend to obsess over these kinds of things, but in the end, what matters, I think, is the content, the conversations, and that's what I want to bring to you. So welcome to the meat of it, where we're going to be talking about, yes, the carnivore diet, but also uh, eureka moments, uh, epiphanies all the things. Like I said, this is a podcast about life, but from a carnivorous perspective, because I'm a carnivore. I've been a carnivore for over three years, almost maybe about three and a half years. And naturally, anything that I'm going to talk about comes from the perspective of someone who has saved his life by eating nothing but animal products, mostly fatty red meat, beef. For those of you who don't already know, I lost almost 80 pounds eating nothing but meat and, well, some cheese and stuff like that, but mostly meat, and I couldn't believe it. I found a ketogenic diet. I didn't even know about ketogenic diets, but the carnivore diet is the ultimate ketogenic diet, in my opinion, and the healthiest diet, in my opinion, because it's just pure nutrition the purest nutrition your body can absorb, and it absorbs it very readily. The nutrition in meat not only helped me to lose 80 pounds, but it helped to revitalize my entire life. I healed from all kinds of bodily aches, and uh, I had I was pre-diabetic, okay? Pre-diabetic, I had high triglycerides. I was on synthetic thyroid hormone for my hypothyroidism. All of these things were piling up and getting worse over time because I was eating too much junk, too much sugar, too much bread, even too much fruit. 
All of those simple and excess carbohydrates that, especially in combination with all the fat and protein from the meat I was still eating, because I still always loved meat, uh, it was damaging my body deeply. I was experiencing metabolic damage that was causing early aging, basically. I, I was always pretty fit and pretty healthy, I thought. But I found myself rapidly declining and... I had to change my ways. I pretty much stumbled across this way of eating, a carnivorous way of eating, a ketogenic way of eating. Anyway, getting on with it, here's an update that some of you have been anticipating. I have run out of cheese, and I'm going to stop eating cheese for a while. At least, I'm going to eat less cheese. For the past six months or so, maybe seven months, I, I've lost count, but almost every single day, I've been eating cheese. And it's been mostly raw cheese, high-quality raw cheddar cheese. But uh, the way I see it, even at its best, cheese is suboptimal. It tends to cause more problems for people, just like eggs. I can't really eat eggs except fish eggs. I can't eat bird eggs, chicken eggs. They make me sick. I mean, I've recently eaten a couple hard-boiled. They were okay, but I felt a little nauseous, so... I just really can't do eggs too much. Some people can't do eggs, some people can't do dairy, and other people can't really do pork, which is something I can handle very well. So uh, there's a, a range of different sensitivities, mostly with things that I would consider suboptimal. Things that are not bad for you necessarily, but that might make you put on a little more weight or might cause a little more inflammation than normal but it's not going to be as bad for you as eating a slice of bread. These are just things that cause problems for certain people, and I think that has to do with where they are in their healing journey as well as their genetics, because we do have different genetic capacities to handle certain substances, I believe. But uh, even though I think some people can tolerate these things better than others, I think that they're basically suboptimal for everyone. Just worse for some than others. So I try to focus on ruminant meat, especially beef, for numerous reasons. But the main reason is that it's the least allergenic food in the world. It really is. Unless your body is somehow compromised, generally red meat is just the perfect food for the human body. You can look it up. Red meat allergies are incredibly rare, and that's for a reason. It's because this is healthy. This is what we are supposed to eat. Whereas peanuts, I used to make fun of peanut allergies, but the fact is, we're not supposed to be eating peanuts, and that's why we're getting more and more sensitive to peanuts and other things, because we're not supposed to be eating them, but we keep eating them. Our bodies were not built to eat this stuff, and yet we kill little animals to protect our crops of peanuts that they should be eating. So I think it's absurd. I think we should be living in harmony with nature, letting the animals do their thing, letting the plants do their thing, and... Like any other animal, I think we should be eating other animals and maybe some plants if you really need to or really want to. I've always revered nature and her processes, but until I went carnivore, I didn't really get it. I wasn't living enough of a natural life myself. I was building my physical body with the wrong materials with unnatural materials. That weakened and sickened my body 
so that my perceptions were all off. I couldn't really truly perceive how connected we are as life all across the universe unless I connected to that within myself. I had to connect to that connection within myself before I could feel connected to the rest of the universe in the way that I do now. Once I got my nutrition in order, everything else just came together. I had more energy. I had a better mood. I keep forgetting to say that I had chronic depression. I keep forgetting about my chronic depression that I had for decades because I'm feeling so much better. I have struggled with situational depression, especially after the sudden death of my mom, but uh, that's different. Chronic depression, that's inflammation in the brain, in the body. It causes mood disorders, brain fog, fatigue, so many things I struggled with for so long, more and more, and eventually it was going to kill me one way or another. But I healed my body and my mind and my soul, if you will, by starting with my nutrition, by eating meat, by cutting out so many plants. I did keep in a couple of little things here and there, but very rare, except coffee, which I, I'm no longer drinking coffee. I haven't drunk coffee in I don't even know how long, so I'm off of caffeine. But even though a lot of people would argue the opposite, eating meat raised my vibration, okay? I'm more, if you will, magically or spiritually aligned, whatever terminology you choose to use, I am more aligned and my energy is brighter, fresher, stronger, bolder, because I eat meat. I am convinced that whenever someone feels that their vibration is lowered, that they're less spiritually aligned because they ate meat, it's because of a belief. That's it. It's because you believe that you're hurting yourself, that you're lowering your vibration, that you literally are. You're manifesting that yourself. But it's not the meat. There's a growing awareness in the mindfulness community, or whatever you want to call it, that nutrition is important. And unfortunately, a lot of people, I think, are pushing the plant-based thing. While that's better than junk food, it's still sometimes junk food, but also, I think, a, a source of weakness. As most of you carnivores already know, Plants contain harmful compounds that are there to defend them from us. <laughs> they don't want us to eat them. Of course, animals don't want us to eat them either, but they can run away, most of them. And if they can't run away, sometimes they can poison us. But you know who does poison us almost every time? Plants. But we have bred certain plants to be milder, less toxic to us over many generations. And while we did that to the vegetables, we turned the fruits into these sickly sweet things that we never would have found in the wild in the past, but that now give us diabetes. And yeah, I know I know the fiber, but in my opinion and experience, the fiber just slows down the diabetes. And it's indigestible anyway. So there you go, there was my first carnivore rant in quite a while. You know what else I haven't done in a while? 
I haven't told you what I've been eating. Since I work from home now, I've been working at home a lot more. So I've been getting fewer excuses to get out into the sunshine, as little sunshine as there is in New York in the middle of the winter. So the other day, I took a nice five-mile walk up to Fort Tryon Park, through Fort Tryon Park, ran into one of my old co-workers, which was great. Hi, Frank. And then I walked back home. It was a beautiful, relaxing, and yet invigorating walk. It was just what I needed. And on the way back, actually, no, on the way there, see, it was so cold that I had groceries in my backpack, and I didn't worry about them because it was cold. But uh, anyway, on my walk, I stopped by Food Palace on Broadway, which is my favorite Russian market. I picked up a few cans of cod liver, as well as a nice big container of salmon roe, salmon caviar, they call it. It's just salmon roe and salt, and it's from wild-caught salmon, so all the better. And all that cod liver and salmon roe is going to help me through the rest of the winter while I'm not getting enough sunshine. You know, I need my vitamin D, my vitamin A. The vitamin A and D work together, but I'm getting the vitamin A from the liver, and I'm getting the vitamin D from the salmon roe. Actually, they both contain a wide variety of essential vitamins, minerals, and fats. So that's going to help keep my immune system in tip-top shape. While I was at the Russian market getting all those nutritious goodies, I also did give myself a treat. I bought some head cheese, which is pork tongue and pork snout in aspic and a few spices, as well as jellied tongue and manchego cheese. These are all delicious. I have not eaten cheese since that treat, but it was a good treat. And I generally try to stay away from any processed meat, but this is pretty simple. It's just preserved meat. It's preserved tongue and snout. It's pork, maybe suboptimal, but I feel great after eating it, and it tastes great, and I rarely get to enjoy it, so... That was a nice treat. Like I said, treat! It's a treat, because I don't have it every day. But what I do try to have every day is fresh meat, and I've been trying to cook for myself again. It's been too long. I'm way out of practice, but I fired up the air fryer. I took over a pound and a half of boneless beef short ribs, frozen solid, and cooked them for about, I don't know, 30, 40 minutes in the air fryer, and it was delicious. I got the boneless short ribs from Whole Foods. They were so fatty. When I saw them in the window, I just had to have them. And they really were delicious. They had a nice crust on them. I started them off at about 375, I think. But at the end, for about maybe five minutes, I had it up at 400 degrees. So tasty, so fatty, so nourishing, so satisfying. That was a great meal. Actually, it was more like a meal and a half, because I couldn't eat it all in one sitting. I have a lot more frozen meat that I think I want to start getting through. I have some lamb chops, some steaks, some pork chops, and some, I think, tongue. I think I ate the heart already, but there's always room for more heart. It's been fun to start to get back into making beef jerky. I made some beef jerky again recently. Uh, making food for myself. I was eating too much McDonald's and uh, cheese. McDonald's and cheese. It was working for me for a long time, but I'm at a point now where I gotta be moving on. I, I'm at home. I can cook for myself. I have no excuses. I don't, I can make my own schedule. So I have no excuses. I have to do better. 
and that starts with cooking for myself. And that also means a lot of fun for me because I enjoy trying out different things and I, I can explore my palate in new ways. Sure, it's more work and more cleaning, but it also opens up my options. I can explore a bunch of different meats and cooking methods again, and that's exciting. I hope you've been finding ways to make health fun, or at least enjoying your health by having fun. Thank you for joining me. A special thanks to my supporters at Patreon, and hello to all my friends across social media. You can check the show notes for all my links and stuff, including my new YouTube channel, Meditativation. It's a portmanteau, a combination of the words meditation and motivation. It's kind of an experimental channel. I'm exploring different ways of stimulating healing and inspiration through frequencies and quotes and just different things like that. I've also been working on music again, and so for meditativation, I've been creating music that has healing frequencies mixed in to try to stimulate, again, healing and inspiration. I've just been trying to explore my creativity through projects that have a very specific impact, and I hope it's working. Thanks again for listening, watching, liking, subscribing, all the things. I'm excited to be making more videos again, so I'm back on camera. This is a video podcast and an audio podcast, and I'm back to creating carnivore content. So, by the way... Thanks to Optimal Carnivore. This is not a sponsor yet, but I have received a couple of jars of the organ complex. Optimal Carnivore grass-fed organ complex. This stuff contains liver, brain, thymus, spleen, intestines, kidney, lung, heart, and pancreas. I love this stuff. It's just dried organ meat in a gelatin capsule, and so you're getting lots of dense nutrition in a small pill. And the best thing is, it's all natural. I find it gives me a boost in my energy, my focus, and I'm assuming in my immunity because I'm feeling great. So I do highly recommend the Optimal Carnivore Grass-Fed Organ Complex. Thanks again, Optimal Carnivore, and thanks again to all of you for watching, listening, and all the things, and I'll see you again soon.